0: Can we edit this in post? It's The Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media. Brought to you now every Tuesday and Thursday. Today is Thursday, May 11th, and I'm Paris Nicholson at Paris Nicholson on socials. And I'm Michael Judson-Berry at M. Judson-Berry on socials. And let's get into
1: these headlines. Today, California girls, they're unforgettable. In fact, they're so unforgettable that TikTok is bringing back the 13-year-old song.
0: We get into how TikTok is reviving music from the past. Then, a trend for the Delulu. We'll get into a community of TikTok women who are happy to see their husbands that they don't have. And in breaking news, we worked on the
1: social dose yesterday. We worked on it today. And guess what? We'll work on it tomorrow.
0: We'll get into the trend that shows us old habits die hard, or not at all. All this breaking social media news and more coming up next on The Social Dose. We'll get right back into the trending news after this ad break. I'm Paris. And I'm Michael. And you're listening to The Social Dose. Let's see what else is new on our social media timelines. <laughs> Hi, Michaela. Hi, Perry. Um, ooh, ooh. Uh, how are
1: you this fine day? I don't see how that's any of your business. That's fair. Uh, can we talk about the coronation some more? I know we covered this a lot in the last <laughs> episode, can. but I'm still I'll, so excited. I'll allow it. Okay, thank you, because I have some news friends. Uh, I put on my Maggie Smith detective hat and did some investigating into some stories that we talked about. And if you need an explanation on that, Maggie Smith went to the coronation dressed like Columbo, and we had a lot of fun chit-chatting about that. First, a story that we didn't really cover but was a big one was Carl Jenkins uh, attended the coronation. And if you don't know who that is, have a quick Google. But people thought that he was, in fact, Meghan Markle um because of disguise. his hair it looks like he's wearing this crazy 60s outfit and they thought that this poor man was in fact Meghan Markle in disguise and he actually then made a TikTok video explaining that he is not in fact Meghan Markle and he is a musician who has been knighted he's sir carl jenkins yeah so if you saw this on your twitter feeds no that was not Meghan Markle that was in fact an actual human um i also figured out who the death ripper is um, the Death okay. Ripper who became famous for the TikTok that went viral from at STXObs, A-W-B-S, going like, oh, no, oh, no. And you see this sort of Grim Reaper type human run past the Abbey and they called them a Death Ripper. It is, in fact, a Virger. Uh Yes, Westminster Abbey actually commented on this. And a verger is a Vir- member of the Abbey community who assists in religious services and is not a member of the clergy. I think a verger actually sounds more terrifying than a grim reaper.
0: So that shadowy cloaked Dementor was actually supposed to be there and <laughs> yes. was part of it.
1: Oh, and there's more of them. There's what many the of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so honestly, if
1: you're at Westminster Abbey, beware the vergers because they seem terrifying. Um, oh my God. Yeah. And the last, the last little bit of news I have for you, I'm such a harbinger of coronation news today, is um, I feel like I'm an actual reporter. So thank you for you me. You've...
0: Done your due diligence. This is actually journalism at this point.
1: (laughs) This is how much I love this stuff. So, um, uh, and the last one is, so uh, the song that was uh, the kids were chanting when Camilla came in, which many people thought sounded like, I like a vagina, Camilla, or wide-backed vagina, Camilla, um, which was my favorite with them being like, wide-backed
0: vagina, Camilla. (laughs) Um, and it did sound like that. It sounded, it sounded exactly like, like that. It
1: sounded like they thought she has a wide-backed vagina. Um, which I really hope Cardi B now turns into an actual song. B V. It Doesn't quite have the same ring as WAP. It's close. Uh, but they were actually singing Vivat Regina Camilla, which I didn't do enough research to know what that means or why they sing it, but that's what they were singing. They weren't commenting on her vagina.
0: Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> But I feel like, oh, I feel like Viva always means live. So it's probably like long live Camilla or something of that ilk. Oh, probably. Okay, so that's all my news. Paris, what do you got today? Well, Michaela, obviously everyone online is talking about Ms. George Santos. The charges have been filed. And now there's three counts of quote unquote criminal wrongdoing, which I think is the most generic, hilarious name for crimes possible. Oh, no, it was 13 counts. 13 counts of criminal wrongdoing. What did I say? You said three. Oh no! Thirteen. Yes, you heard it here incorrectly from me, yeah. <laughs> and now correctly from Michael.
1: Sorry, I sound like such a jerk to be like, um, that's wrong, Paris. No, it's that's important <laughs>
0: because that's ten counts of vague criminal wrongdoing
1: that need to be accounted for. <laughs> it's just because I have my Maggie Smith hat on and I'm all about investigating today.
0: During your um, detective era, uh, yes. Um, During
1: <laughs> my Maggie Smith detective era.
0: Do you think there's going to be a trial for Ms. Santos? Oh, a thousand percent. And
1: I feel like this is the next one. We had Johnny Depp first, and then we had Gwyneth Paltrow, and now it's going to be George Santos. I hope. We can only be so lucky. I just love the headline from uh, Gay Times, their Instagram, that said, New York congressman and former drag
0: queen George Santos arrested on federal criminal charges. And the fact that they threw in drag queen... On like a semi-serious note, that is a gay publication. And obviously we laugh about the drag queen narrative that's tied to George Santos. But as much as I love a gay villain, is this not necessarily the best angle to be presenting it from the side that's trying to prove that drag queens aren't criminals and menaces to society? That's a very good point. I feel like as gays, we should be like, forget the drag thing. He's just a Republican. And yes, yeah. they're bad.
1: Yeah. And his fillers are terrible. They're yeah. almost as bad as his fraudulent charges. <laughs> <I'm>
0: like, <laughs> it's certainly not looking good for, this isn't good for the drag community. That's true. That's true. Not good optics.
1: No. Okay. Well, pretend I never said that. I take it no, back. No. We have to say these
0: things. Oh, that's true. We're good journalists today. People wonder who's having that conversation. We are at the Social we- Dose. And if you can hear the loudest weed whacker in the world, I apologize.
1: Oh, who's who's whacking in your weeds? Mm. Uh,
0: I don't know, <laughs> it's the strange man outside. <laughs> Hopefully it uh. doesn't
1: pick up on the microphone. Okay, shall we get into today's stories, Paris? We shall. Fab. Toned, tanned, fit, ready this hot girl summer checklist is circulating on tiktok thanks to the og hot girl summer song california girls by katy perry paris with more
0: thank you michael the real story here isn't this tiktok trend but the fact that california girls a song from over a decade ago is once again gaining popularity in mainstream media the social dose has the story It's me, I'm the social dose. (laughs) California Girls came out in 2010, which is 13 years ago. I was in college. And it debuted at number one on the Billboard Top 40 charts. And now, obviously because of TikTok, it's trending again. Now, it's really interesting because a lot of this has been happening. Like, you can't really scroll through TikTok anymore without hearing a song from, like, a decade ago being remixed, sped up eight times, and then just, like, put over a trauma dump or, like, some dance video. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, 1,000%. It's an interesting phenomenon. Yeah,
1: I like it. Because as I said, I lived under a rock for most of my adult life, just watching, you know, TCM and listening to records of Ella Fitzgerald. So it's a great way for people like me to learn about hit songs that we missed when we were too busy being nerds. So I, I love when they do this, when they sort of like find an old pop song and make it popular again.
0: Yeah, it's important to revitalize old pop songs. Now, Michael, I... Imagine you probably did hear California Girls at the time, 13 true. years ago. Yes, it did. It was that big that it made it to me. That's a true okay. testament of a hit, is if it actually made
1: it to me. <laughs> if <laughs> it made it to know. Michael's Rock. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like two stops past like old British grandmothers. Like if a grand heard a song and then like her two old lady friends heard it and then me, you know. That's how you found out about it from them. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> but I really enjoy this trend. I I really love the video that was posted by Sophia underscore Rockstad, who in the video it's um. This chubby bulldog, and it's just sitting on a couch. And the way they have it set it up is it's the song, and it's tanned, toned, fit, ready. And as the lyrics come out, it sort of checks them off. But it's on this French bulldog, and it's just sitting, looking disinterested. And right at the end, it just turns and looks at the camera. And it's just <laughs> so perfect.
0: It's very cute, because he's not toned, tanned, fit, or ready. He's nothing of the sort. But no. he is getting heavy. <laughs>
1: it's so Chunky relatable. little
0: pup right. It's so relatable that humans also hopped on board. (laughs) We have a video from at smelly belly who did the exact same thing, except honestly, I'm not going to lie. The lip sync was a little weak. Could have been tighter. I think we could have rerecorded and reposted possibly. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is so relatable. Not feeling ready for the hot girl summer that everyone wants you to have. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I, I don't feel ready at all. I'm still a pasty mess. I'm actually getting kind of ready. I've been working on a little bit of a tan. I've been running. I'm kind of snatching up, and it feels good. There is pressure to be a California girl. I do actually have to say this. Mm-hmm. And when I was running the other day, my workout, like I do, like the pre-done runs or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so like they do a playlist and they like chime in with notes. Uh, And one of the songs came on and it was California Girls. And when I tell you the pep that that put into my step when I needed it the most, that song came on and you couldn't tell me that I was not Michelle Jenica, former viral star for her little bouncy track dance. That was me. (laughs) I was hopping up and down. I was smiling. I was swinging my little ponytail and I was really feeling my California Girl fantasy, Michael. Oh, I can picture this so vividly,
1: including Mm -hmm. the ponytail and it's adorable. I was bouncing across the sidewalk. <laughs> and friends, Paris has never bounced before in his life. So this is a new thing. <laughs> you're not, not you're bouncer. more, you're so sultry. I feel like you, you're I more slink. of a saunterer. Yeah, you slink I more slink than you and bounce. I saunter, yeah. So, wow, this is really, that's a testament to that
0: song, honestly. Mm-hmm. Now, there's so many other songs, though, that I love that have kind of been brought out of the woodwork or like sort mm-hmm. of dusted off thanks to TikTok, Uh, Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. That literally got revitalized by Handmaid's Tale, then Stranger Things, and then TikTok was like, yes, Kate Bush. And because of that, she's now in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. This is like a real thing. Oh, yeah. And um, It's a Rap.
1: I almost said The Rap. It's a Rap, Mariah Carey's song that was not even like a hit song from that record when it came out in 2009, uh, the Imperfect Angel album, which has a lot of other hit songs. And that one, like, I love when TikTok is like finds that deep
0: cut where they're yeah. like, this is that song that one person loved and then it just blows up. That's a song that I literally did not know from Mariah Carey until it became popular on TikTok. And I was like, oh, this is a Mariah Bob. Same. Yeah. Also, um,
1: Miguel's Sure Thing, which mm-hmm. broke records 11 years after it released. Because yeah. of the videos where people would sort of act out the lyrics. Whereas, like, if you'll be the cash, I'll be the rubber band. If you'll be the match, I'll be the fuse, boom. Like, they did this really cute sort of, like, not dance, but sort of miming a to dance. the song. It's a dance, it a right? Dance. That counts. It's like an interpretive dance. Like, Martha Graham would approve of it. this. It was really cute. But my personal favorite, because, again, oldie but a goodie, is Pennies from Heaven, which originally came out in 1936. And it's that, pennies
0: from heaven, shoot, boop boop Like, no... Michael, that's not how it goes. It's yes. the one that's like the shooby doobie. That's how it goes. Yeah, shooby Dooby. I'm sorry. It's like <laughs> every time
1: it rains, it rains. Pennies from heaven. Shooby dooby. That one. There she is. Okay, we Thank got there. You. We got there. I mixed it up because there's also a movie she's From in Heaven there. with Bernadette Peters. And she sings how does it, that she's that like, go? Oh no, I can picture the scene, but I can't remember the song. I just remember running around looking like Betty Boop. And she's like, ooh, and there's pennies falling. Anyway. Um, (laughs) Um, But where people use it to roast their family, and I just love whenever people make fun of their families, where it's like, this is my dad, he just got out of jail, this is my sister, she voted for Trump, you know, like that kind of stuff. And using an ancient song to do so. But so bouncy and fun, and it's like, here's all my family trauma that I'm not going to share with the internet. Yeah. Um anyway, please friends, let us know what songs of, you know, from days gone by you would love to hear trending on TikTok. Let us know at the socialdosepodcast.com.
0: Mm, yeah, what would be a good one? Like yeah. a good old song. <laughs> I can't
1: just think get of a tasket, any. my yellow basket. I'm waiting for I Saw, that like a good Ace of bass song. Like, I saw the sign, like one of those. Ooh, yeah. The thing is, yeah. Gen Z
0: doesn't know about so many of these songs, so to them, it's brand new. Yeah. And
1: that, well, to me too. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we'll get right back into the trending news after these quick ads.
0: Look, Bumble knows you're
1: exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and, 6-1 since that matters, and, What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling, wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm Paris. And I'm Michael. And you're listening to The Social Dose. Let's see what else is happening. This just in. People across TikTok are happy to see their husbands. And by husbands, we mean their corner barista, work husbands, or that one guy who they dress up for in econ class. Michael Judson Berry explains this strange happening. Yes, I find this one also
1: very relatable. So this trend is for all the delusional girlies out there who have developed a Projecting crush on random people in their lives. Yes, their baristas, their classmates, their Trader Joe's checkout guy. And it's all done to the background, which is a, a song that was a remix of Beyonce saying like, I'm going to see my husband. I'm happy to see my husband. It's super cute. And it's just... It's good because it's such an adorable little like remix of Beyonce being adorable, talking about going to see her husband. And they're like, I'm going off to see
0: that guy in my class who doesn't even know I exist, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even know you're there, and yet yeah. you are getting cute for him. And we've all kind of been there. That's this yeah. is a universal experience. I feel.
1: Yeah, like the the TikTok from at turdbucket, which I love that she's. A turd bucket with two t's uh who said me on my way to the one class i have with him even though we don't speak and <laughs> her caption says i just know he wants me even though he ghosted me with
0: the little like Sino no evil monkey face
1: yeah and the hashtag is he wants me so bad hashtag <laughs> delulu hashtag crush
0: <laughs> i'm also loving the resurgence or like i guess the development of the term delulu like that's really fun it's cute. Watch though. People are going to start naming their children DeLulu. Cause it sounds cute. No, this is my it daughter, gives Lucy LaDuca energy. Hi, I'm yeah. DeLulu. Um, <laughs> I love the comments on that one. Cause it's like, somebody said, especially the split second eye contact. Like when you have a crush on somebody, those little tiny micro moments are <sighs> huge. You know, they're everything. They're enough oh. to plan a wedding. Certainly. Oh yeah.
1: It brings me back to my high school crushes. Like, do you remember her your Like first high school, like big high school crush was?
0: In high school? Yeah, actually, I do. It was a teacher, and his name was Mr. Udell. (laughs) And he was married, and I hated his wife because she was a fucking bitch for being married to him.
1: (laughs) Same, Mr. Benware. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: English teacher. Although, the other one is Victor
1: Croglio, because he played baseball, and he had a big baseball butt. Ooh. And I think that's was when I that was when I first realized I sort of like guys was Victor Croglio in Mr. Benworth's class. Whenever the two of them were like up at the front of class at the same time. I was like <laughs> 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 um, No, not quite. <laughs> uh, the the other fun post with this is from Haley Bailey, who is actually a friend of mine. I love her. She's this stunning uh, swimsuit model who's become sort of an influencer comedian. One of those absolutely beautiful people who's actually a total nerd and loves to just take the piss out of herself. Mm. So Haley Bailey, I just love... And her TikTok was this. It was POV, me deciding which fake romantic scenario to dream about before bed. And it's her, like, climbing into bed with her dogs. (laughs) Which, who hasn't been there? Where as they're falling asleep, they're just, like, dreaming about their,
0: like, ideal husband person. It's such, like, a fun little song, too. Like, Mm -hmm. I... I'm happy to see my husband, my husband. And I just makes me want to dance. And also, it makes me want a full version of this song. I need it to be available for streaming now, even though it was literally remixed from something Beyonce told to a paparazzi in passing while she got into a car. It is now the Song of the Summer. Or a frontrunner for Song of the Summer. Oh, it's
1: definitely up there. I think Beyonce needs to actually make this into a song.
0: I know. I feel like she won't, because, like, obviously she doesn't have to, and, like, Mm -hmm. she doesn't care. But... What a world. We can get AI to do it. Have there AI do it. <laughs> Perfect. Did you see the one from uh,
1: Eva Palomara? The one that's sort of like a little like, she took it one step too far. Where she says, me on yes. my way to see the boy who has told me multiple times he doesn't want a relationship. <sighs> It's
0: tough. It's sad, but it's true. And it happens every day. (laughs) The way we thirst (laughs) after these people who say, listen, these are my boundaries and I do not want you. And you say, that's what you say now. But if I play the long game, perhaps that'll change. It's not going to change, diva. You know that. I don't know. It might. Look at Queen Camilla. (laughs) True. It might. You know what? It might. (laughs) But do you really want to wait that long if it doesn't?
1: Oh, that's fair. Um, I like the the comment from Annika Becker on that one that says, I'm convinced it's because he knows he loves me. And at Victoria Hell30
0: just goes, oh sweetie, lol. I see both sides. I see both sides. I see the oh sweetie, but I also see that he doesn't want a relationship because he knows that I'm gonna be the one for him and he's not ready to settle down into the one, and that's me. You know what <laughs> exactly. I mean? But eventually yeah. he'll be like, oh, now that I am you. Okay,
1: so there's no delusion here, just persistence.
0: No, it's all persistent delusion.
1: <laughs> it's both. <laughs> okay, great. Perfect. Um are any of you out there projecting your inner desires onto random people? Tell us all about it at the socialdosepodcast.com. Maybe we'll turn it into a little radio play. We could have fun oh my with god. that. god.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you could be the
1: the haughty barista and I'll be like the short thick eyebrow person who, you know, lusts after you every day.
0: Oh, Michael, I think we both deserve to have our own crushes. Everyone okay. has their own crush that doesn't know they exist. Like when I <laughs> thought I was going to go on a date with Taylor Lautner. What? Ugh. Yeah, Wait, my friend was real? like, Taylor Lautner's gay, and if you want, I could set you up with him. And I was like, yes, yes, I do. That'll be perfect for me. And yeah. to this day, I do still think he's a little fruity, um, <laughs> but that did not pan out for me. Ah, Oh,
1: no, how long did you climb into bed just dreaming about that one? Well, I haven't stopped, so I'll let you know when I do. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow and yesterday and today and tomorrow again. There are some things we do every day and will continue to do every day. This new trend has users bragging about or lamenting the things about themselves that will simply never change. Paris
0: with more. That's right, Michael. If there's one thing a Capricorn loves, it's consistency. So this trend resonates with that little part of my body. Uh, It's really just about letting people know on TikTok what it is about you that's just not gonna change. You know, whether it's good or bad or just stupid. All you need to hop onto this trend, Besties, because it's very accessible, is three photos of yourself and the thing you're going to be doing. So the template is blank yesterday, blank today, blank tomorrow. It's usually accompanied by the song Seven Summer by Morgan Wallen. So if you do want to get the most traction out of using that audio, that's the one. Uh, And it now has 70,000 uses so far. So the iron is hot and it's very easy. Hop on. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like the the one from at fizz.v who says in the a caption, I'm a burnout student who hasn't submitted her essay that was due Sunday night. Four more weeks till the end of the semester. Hashtag college life. And it's a picture of a laptop that says didn't get any work done yesterday. A picture of the same laptop didn't get any work done today. And picture of yet again and probably won't get any work done tomorrow. But the laptop in various locations. And it's just like, all right. Lean into it. Like, you're never going to write that essay.
0: You're never going to write that essay. No matter mm-hmm. where you go, this hotel, this other hotel, or this Starbucks. It's not going to get done. <laughs>
1: what is she doing in all these hotels?
0: She's traveling. It's the sisterhood of the traveling laptop. Oh, that's I see. It's just there for show. But
1: all these students, they're commenting. They're like, I told myself I was going to be an academic weapon this semester. Today, I skipped my lecture and I haven't done any of my work.
0: With Which, a cute little heart. It is. There. We that are was me. coming together.
1: Yeah. yeah. But that's why I like when people do things like this. I see myself in that. Every day I'm like, I'm going to accomplish so much. And then uh, then I, I don't. I just scroll through social
0: media. But now it's my job.
1: So that makes me feel
0: better. <laughs> we need to break this cycle, besties. <laughs> okay, there's another one from... And this one kind of like, I'm going to say, upset me. No, oh. it didn't upset me. It elicited a strong emotional reaction. It is from user at Mitchell J. Cochran, who, a little backstory here was spotted in the background of, like, what, the Met Gala? And everyone was like, who is this random hottie? And they, like, zoomed in on him in the back. And he has been identified as this man, Mitchell J. Cochran. And it says, single yesterday, single today, probably still single tomorrow. With all of, like, the most fuckboy photos you could ever imagine, listeners. Yeah.
1: Like the first one, the single yesterday is him in the background of that Met Gala interview. It's uh, someone's interviewing Carly Kloss and that went kind of viral because people were like, who's this hot guy in the background? But yeah, then the other two are him on the subway, like him on the platform, him there. And he looks like a douche.
0: Yeah. yeah, <laughs> a hot Exactly. Douche. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. I understand this from a strategy standpoint, right? Like you kind of popped off by being in the background of a video in a small circle of people who find you attractive. Mm -hmm. Great time to make an announcement. Hi, I'm single. You know what I mean? I understand that. But also like when you're this hot and like douchey looking, it feels thirst trappy. It feels like, it feels to me like an angler fish with like a really tempting lure, but there's nothing good to come from it. You know what I mean? Of course
1: you brought it back to fish.
0: It's just the vibe I get. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it is very obviously
1: speaking of fish, it feels very sort of like he's fishing. Like, because the he's comment fishing. was, the, the, uh, the comment was, thank you for all the love. Y'all are so sweet. And to be fair, yeah, a lot of caption. people, yeah, the captions are. Right. And a lot of people did comment, like, I mean, like at Haven May, who said, I mean, I can fix that. And at B, who was like, oh, look at what a coincidence. We're both single. At Victoria, I can fix that. Like a lot of people,
0: it's working, are filled with successful. I want to, I don't want to say victims, (laughs) successful um, catches, we'll say eligible singles. Mm
1: -hmm. There's a lot of gals out there with fishing poles ready to catch him on that subway platform.
0: Yeah. So listen, we can hate the player, but the game, he'd got it. It worked. He did. And now now he has his pick of the litter.
1: Uh-huh. The, the post that isn't getting quite the same reactions uh, is from at Christian Weissman, who <laughs> is the tummy ache survivor. Who was tummy ache survivor yesterday, tummy ache survivor today, tummy ache survivor tomorrow. But the best is the first one is just him in a car just looking like, ugh, like something is not sitting well. The second one is him crying like... And then the last one is him just accepting it on the couch yeah, and with sunglasses on indoors. I would be this person. I'd be the tummy ache survivor person too.
0: Yeah. That's definitely you. Mine would just be like dumb bitch yesterday, dumb <laughs> bitch today, probably a dumb bitch tomorrow. <laughs> Actually, my real one would be chronically late. I was early <laughs> when
1: I was born and that's the last time I was early for anything. Yeah. Um, See, I was late when I was
0: born. I was like, I'm not going out of there. But that's the your exit. I'm good. But also I do not condone the culture of gay men saying vaginas are gross and like, ew, and icky. And like the culture of like gold star gay being uh-huh. like, I've never touched a vagina. No, don't be stupid. Don't be a child gays. Stop it. Vaginas are fine.
1: Yeah, I a thousand percent agree with you. That's why like when people say I have the balls to do something, I think there should be a version where it's like I have the vagina to do something. Because Well, people say I have the ovaries. The That's ovaries. I like that because balls, yeah. they just sort of hang there. And if you poke them, they cry. I think you should say I have the labia.
0: No, nobody should say that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all for today. But before we go, we have another listener submission
0: to read. A listener submission. We do, Michael. Can I read it? I'm going to give it a character. Yes, please do. Okay, this is from our bestie, Leilani from Los Angeles, California. Leilani says, Hi, Paris and Michael. What are your problematic fave videos in your algorithm? My favorite are pimple extractions. The bigger, the grosser, the better. Love your show. Hope you say something gross. Paris, that was brilliant. So, Thank you, Leilani. (laughs) That was a gorgeous message. That
1: was. And Paris, that was a great dramatic reading. Uh, Thank you. I like that Leilani had a little bit of Fran Drescher going on there. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, Michael, I know you love, like, extraction, like, pimple shit. Yes. Okay, so I am right there with you. Dr. Pimple Popper is one of my all-time favorite accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've ha- I've watched so many Dr. Pimple Popper videos when I'm in public and seen people around me, like, recoil when they look at my screen. And A, serves you right for looking onto my screen. Uh, but <laughs> I, I love Dr. Pimple Popper. Gross, gnarly things. Also, at Derm Doctor is another really good one. And mm. he's a doctor who he watches gross videos and he sort of, like, comments on them. So he watches oh. people, like, doing really bad sort of pimple or extraction videos from home. Ooh, Yeah, like, gnarly ones gone wrong. Uh, the more sort of, like, ooze that can come out of a human, the more, I just, I love all of those. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if friends, if you have more of those, please let us know at socialdosepodcast.com. Or Leilani, like, who who
0: are the ones coming up on your feed? Please let me know. Like, DM me. I will follow all of them. I have to say, I really went through my TikTok likes trying to find something gross. I went all the way back to likes from last year for you, Leilani. And I I foolishly came to the conclusion that I am not gross and I don't like gross things because I don't <laughs> like that specific gross thing. Mm-hmm. And then I realized it's because all of the gross things that I like are usually, like, in some way sex-related like, the really weird out-there fetishes that are, like, so obscure that, like, no one can possibly be aroused by them anymore. And at this point, it's just fascinating. Because I grew up on, like, Tub Girl. I grew up on, like, goaty. So, like, those are the kind of gross things that I want to see. Like, the most extreme, horrible things that can happen. Like, One Man, One Jar. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. <gasps> that. Ugh. That part. Ugh. That's the kind of gross stuff I like to watch. Because it's that, like... Uh, uh, that one still haunts me. I know. And It should. <gasps> It's a, it's a really valuable lesson. Now, with that being said, thank you so much for writing in, Leilani. Besties, if you would like to share a message with us, visit the socialdosepodcast.com. You can leave us a voice message that we can play, or you can write in like Leilani did. Michael, I need to go order a latte from my barista husband. Ooh, and I need to go try and make Don't Cry For Me, Argentina
1: by Patricia Lapone, the next big TikTok song. But it'll be changed just a little bit to be like, Don't cry for me, social media. The truth is a past
0: tomorrow. It'll be beautiful. Happy scrolling.
1: Happy scrolling. Happy scrolling.
0: The Social Dose is a Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Daniel Jones-Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sunny Balkin is associate producer. This show is engineered by Gulliver Lawrence Tickle and John Scott. Music by Dom Jones.